0: Thanks for listening to Hanging With The Saturday
1: Podcast. con Mama and Tata This some fast day over This some fast daddy over This some fast daddy over oh, oh,
2: oh, oh. It's a birthday...
0: I love it. Gracias, Ariela, familia. So, are you vaccinated yet? Which one did you get? or maybe you don't want to get the COVID-19 vaccine.
1: All of you've been asked that at some point.
0: Yeah, it's like a topic of conversation.
1: I feel like that's going to be the new way that people are going to pick up on dates. So, <laughs> what vaccine do you got? You got J&J? <laughs> you got Moderna or Pfizer? Mm. <laughs> it's going to be like dating apps yeah. based on what vaccine you took.
0: Did it hurt? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: But in all seriousness, familia, as the world is trying to get vaccinated, we hear about this recommendation from the CDC to put a pause on the Johnson and Johnson COVID-19 vaccine over six reported U.S. cases of a rare and severe type of blood clot. Mm -hmm. What does this mean? Coming up next, thankfully, we have our good friend, Dr. Edgar Chavez with us today, a graduate from the University of Stanford and a leader in the fight versus COVID-19 here in Southern California. We have tons of questions for him and we're hoping to get some answers coming up next before we continue i'd like to thank god for giving us another opportunity to hang out with you my name is your boy edgar and this is my beautiful wife janet hola and bienvenido dr chavez de regreso mi tocayo edgar
2: thank you for having me appreciate being here
1: Thank you so much for, for being with us. So Dr. Chavez, tons of questions, and we want to be able to put it in the easiest terms to understand, which you've helped us out in the past when we were just getting into the whole vaccine talk. Yeah. And you helped out so many of our listeners. So we thank you so much for that.
2: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity.
1: So it was just reported. And I want to make it clear, since this is a podcast, uh, this story came out on April 13th this morning, and it said, The U.S. Centers of Disease Control, the CDC, and the U.S. and Food Administration are recommending the United States to pause the use of the Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine over six reported U.S. cases of a rare and severe type of blood clot. Now, the six reported cases were among more than 6.8 million doses of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine administered here in the U.S. All six cases occurred among women, Between the ages of 18 to 48, and the symptoms occurred 6 to 13 days after the vaccination.
0: That's interesting.
1: This is according to Dr. Anne Shushat, Principal Deputy Director of the CDC. So Dr. Chavez, why don't we start by understanding what is a blood clot and what particular blood clots is the Johnson & Johnson vaccine causing in these six cases?
2: The type of blood clot is something that happens in the brain. And so it's a a pretty severe type of blood clot that can cause death. It is super, super rare. Right now, the leading theory is that for some reason, the adenovirus, which is that vector virus that they put in the Johnson & Johnson to deliver the uh, gene for the spike protein is what's causing this reaction in some women. This reaction is activating platelets, which are the ones that are used for clots and causing this particular rare clot. Again, it is super, super rare. It's a one in a million chance. And one of the things we have to understand is as vaccines get rolled out, as more people get vaccines, some of these things end up coming to light because when you do a trial of 20 30,000 people to assess the safety and assess the common side effects, a lot of this stuff is not going to come to light. And so this has not been unexpected to the scientists and to the people who are studying vaccines. This is something that they had sort of predicted would happen at some point, but You know, being that one in one million case that has this severe side effect or condition is something that the FDA and the CDC is taking very seriously. They could have just said, continue giving the vaccine, nobody worry. But the the thing is that we want to stress safety uh, and we want to make sure that people have confidence in the vaccine. And I think that this was a right move for them to pause it while they investigate even though there's only six cases. Doctor, what would you
0: say if I just got that shot? Johnson & Johnson, I'm a woman of 30 something years old and I hear this and I'm freaking out. What would you tell me right now? Uh,
2: This is something super rare. It's probably not going to happen to you. And so this is what I've been telling my patients today because a lot of them called and say, hey, I'm really worried about this. Mm -hmm. You know, the the first thing is, have you had symptoms? Have you had any of these symptoms? You know, the uh, severe abdominal pain, severe headache, Uh, cramping in your legs, severe shortness of breath. If you haven't had any of these things, I wouldn't worry. Just kind of be vigilant about these symptoms showing up and then uh, go get uh, checked out. But I think there's a lot of anxiety more than anything in people. And that's what's causing them to feel like, oh my God, something is going to happen. But again, it's one in a million. It's super, super rare. And until we figure out what is triggering this, what conditions in certain people are actually triggering this to happen, we shouldn't rush to panic and say, oh my God, it's going to happen to me. Because in reality, for the 99% of people who get the J&J vaccine, there are healthy individuals, don't have any medical problems. This is not going to be an issue.
0: Doctor, and this kind this is kind of interesting, but to me, like a a person that likes to shop, and if an item, especially for my girls, if it gets on recall, <laughs> lo regreso, and it's like, they'll re- refund me or whatever. But in this case, it's a one-time shot, and it's like, you hear this news, and yes, it's alarming, and, and it could be, you know, something to freak out for. Are they doing any type of recall? Like, hey, come and get a second shot. Como.
1: Go yeah, you. <laughs> you know <laughs> what It's I mean? a good <laughs> question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good question. Jenna so- is always looking for a deal, even. <laughs> I know. I can't I, believe I, this, babe. It, like, you compare no getting a vaccine <laughs> to shopping right now.
0: I'm like, hey, uh, no, I don't no, want Jennifer. to be no, affected but, in any other no. way. But side note,
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll dive into it some more later, but. Because that's why people are asking, did you get the Pfizer? Did yeah. you get the Moderna? Did you get the Johnson Johnson? So it kind of is like shopping around. So we'll yeah. get to that in a second. Yeah. But go ahead, Dr. Chavez, in regards yeah, to... Yeah, there
2: is. So this has nothing to do with the efficacy of the vaccine. The mm. vaccine is still projected to work as was promised, as was evaluated in the trials. So this side effect has nothing to do with the 84, 86% that they say is the protection that you have after two weeks, after you get the vaccine. So that has nothing to do with that. This is more of a safety thing. This is more of a a pause to investigate. Prevent. Okay, let's look at these six women. What in particular do they have in common? Were they taking a particular medication? Did they have a particular disease or something that potentially could have caused this triggering of you know uh, an elevated response in the platelets that lead to the clots? And so let's pause. Let's figure out what's happening. Don't worry if you already took it. Again, the recommendation is if you've taken it over the past two weeks, you should kind of be vigilant, you know, but if you haven't had anything at this point, the likelihood that you will have something is super, super minimal. And I would not stress on that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be concerned, uh, just vigilant at this point.
1: Right. Because according to the CDC report, the blood clot symptoms occur anywhere between a week to two weeks after you take the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, which is the one-shot mm-hmm. vaccine it's not a correct the two-shot like pfizer or moderna, moderna. Uh, love did you have another question
0: yeah doctor do we know why all these cases are just women
1: that is a great question love dr chavez please let us know coming up next Dr. Chavez, is it known why the blood clot side effect of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is only happening in women so
2: far? So that, that's the thing that's really curious. You know, uh, we really don't know. And so that's why they're trying to figure out if there's an association uh, once they study all these women. Uh, to figure out if there's something in common with them. And, you know, the age is pretty specific, 18 to 48. Again, you know, a lot of these uh, trials try to get as many age groups as possible in there. And sometimes they do end up getting like a skewed in terms of like maybe giving it to older people or giving it to a subset of people that are super healthy because they want to make sure that the efficacy is, is there first before they try it on other, on other subgroups. So there might be something in this age group that is triggering the, the reaction uh, or this side effect that we're seeing. But we don't we really don't have much information. and right now, for me to speculate on, oh it right. could be birth control, or it could be mm. because these women were taking anticoagulant medication, I don't know what well, uh, right. X thing, right? right? It's really too early. I think we need to evaluate more, and that's what's really wonderful about this. They have put a pause. Does't mean, you know, keep it in the refrigerator. They told us we're going to evaluate this in the next couple of days and figure out. Okay. Maybe this group should be excluded. Maybe you should only give it to people over 48 years old. Uh, or maybe you should have caution if the, the woman is taking this particular medication or this particular condition. So it's just too premature to make any conclusions.
1: Right. And I do want to clarify again, we are recording this podcast on april 13th so more information potentially could have come out by now or not you know uh, i know that in the los angeles area uh, mayor garcetti wanted to put a pause to the johnson and johnson vaccine for now as well is that Right, Dr. Chavez?
2: So that's correct, yes. In Los Angeles, we have been given instructions that we're not going to give any more of those vaccines. It has caused a little bit of chaos because our push was to give as many vaccines as possible, and the Johnson & Johnson offers that opportunity because it's one shot. So there's hundreds and hundreds of appointments that had to be either canceled or Fortunately, we have enough Moderna and Pfizer to kind of switch people to that. Right. Uh, but it has caused a little bit of a of a mess.
1: Uh, Dr. Chavez, is this that point where some of the people, when we were just talking about the vaccine and them quickly getting approved, there's a lot of people saying, I don't know, there's not enough research yet on these vaccines. Mm. I'm going to wait and see. Does this, in a way, kind of prove those naysayers like Maybe the study wasn't big enough. You you were referring to, you know, usually studies around twenty to thirty thousand people, or are those sample groups always that size, even in the situations where they're not being rushed?
2: You know, the 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 FDA and the CDC have certain guidelines that they follow uh, in terms of asking for a certain number of people in a study group study them for a certain amount of period before they give approval so there's safety guidelines in place there and one of the reasons why we were able to get the vaccines so quickly is because so much money and so many resources were thrown at this thing it wasn't because we just rushed it along because we wanted to there's always checks and balances along the way so I think that This really doesn't validate those naysayers uh, because the vaccine is still efficacious. And I I wanna stress that out. Mm -hmm. Uh, I still think that the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is an amazing vaccine that fits a lot of things that are wonderful. It's a one-shot thing. It was tested in some of the new variants. Uh, It gives you immunity two weeks after. It really, up to this point, has had the least amount of side effects compared to Moderna and Pfizer, very isolated. But there had been nothing until today when they announced that there was one person, one woman that had passed away from, from one of these clots. So uh, up to this point, even now with this this particular uh, you know uh, severe side effect happening, I think that is still one of those vaccines that is going to get us out of this pandemic because we, we simply do not have enough, right. um, enough vaccine Pfizer, Moderna to do that uh, for mm. certain populations. For example, we were using this for the homeless population, and we were making a lot of progress. They're transient. They can't come back for the second shot. I mean, there's so many things, right? right. And this was like the magic bullet that we needed to um,
1: to help alleviate
2: that. some of those disparities. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And also interesting, too, that I recently talked about on our radio show, the Shaboy show, is, you know... The vaccine, it's working in lowering the COVID cases, except for about five states in the Northeast. But really, the only rise that we've seen in hospitalizations or COVID cases to show that the vaccine is working has been with the younger group of people. And why does that show that the vaccine is working? Is because, remember, when we started getting people vaccinated, it was the older people that got the vaccine first so by seeing an increase of covid cases in younger people those are mostly people that have been unvaccinated yet right. you know and here in california we've seen the lowest rate of uh, covid cases since the pandemic began so it's going the right direction and uh, thank you for clearing that up dr chavez también de que ayudado muchísimo. Mm-hmm. the vaccine so far has helped many mm-hmm. to not end up in the hospital and again, to clarify, you could still get COVID even though you're vaccinated. you're vaccinated, but it yes limits the time in which you'll have the symptoms and therefore pass it on to somebody else. Instead of lasting 10 days and being in the hospital, what would you say reduces it to, doctor, being vaccinated if you do end up getting COVID?
2: You know, the we have very limited data on that right now because not a lot of people have gotten COVID after getting vaccinated, mm, but the uh, predictions were that you could be up to 50% less infectious, you could have 50% less uh, symptomatic uh, days, you know, in in terms of of, uh, getting that chance. But one of the most important things about getting the vaccine and then getting COVID is that when you are fighting the, the virus, right. And you don't have any type of protection at all. Your body gets debilitated so completely. Then that's the, and, and if you have a, a chronic condition, that's what ends up leading you to go to the hospital, getting intubating and dying. Right now, if you have the vaccine, you already have those antibodies, those soldiers that we talked about last time right. that are protecting you. So you have a line of defense. And so now you're not going to be as sick. You're not going to end up in the hospital. You're going to recover. So we're going to see a lot more people, uh, uh, recovering faster, not dying, not ending in a hospital, not overwhelming the system. But it's never going to be zero. I think we're always going to have a little bit of COVID around, yeah. especially because there's some people who are not going to get vaccinated. So those yeah. people are susceptible to get sick.
1: Yes. Dr. Chavez, before we wrap up, I have two more questions for you. One is you spoke about side effects within Moderna and Pfizer as well. So I want to make this as least confusing for people as possible. The technology in the vaccine in Pfizer and Moderna, which are the two-shot vaccines, that is new technology called mRNA, at least for vaccines, but the technology has been around for about 10 years. Is that correct? Correct. And the way we explained that last time and you explained it to us is it's not like it's inserting you with the virus at all. It's basically just sending a message to your body with this mRNA technology, sending a message and it's showing your body what the virus looks like. Therefore, your body can build an army, aka antibodies, to be able to fight this virus if the real thing ever comes in you, it recognizes it and it attacks it.
2: Mm -hmm. Absolutely right.
1: That's the way the mRNA, Pfizer, and Moderna vaccines work. How does the Johnson & Johnson vaccine work? Why is it different? Why is it only one
2: shot? One of the things that you have to remember we said is that that message is uh, encased, encapsulated in a globule of fat, right? In order to get that message to the cell to produce that protein and they eventually make the antibodies. So um, what they think is that the body is really good at breaking it down. So not a lot of that message gets to the cell so that you can make the antibodies, right? Now, when we contrast that with the Johnson & Johnson and the AstraZeneca, just to kind of add a little spice. Because uh, that's another vaccine that's in the process of being approved. Mm-hmm. They what they do is they put that message inside of a dead virus, and that's mm-hmm. called an adenovirus. And so they believe that this is a better mechanism to take that message into the cell to produce the antibodies. And so the adenovirus vector has also been around for many, many, many years, and has been used successfully in different vaccines but it is a different mechanism. It is a virus that's being introduced. Again, it's inactive, it's not gonna make you sick, uh, but that's another possibility of what could be causing these side effects, that it is a virus. Uh, But again, in the six, seven million people that we vaccinated, we only had six cases of this condition. I think that it bodes well for a track record of not really um, being something that's harmful.
1: Yeah, doctor, and in regards to AstraZeneca, which is a Chinese-made vaccine, I believe that one also had some issues with blood clots, and I believe that's why in the United States they hadn't approved it yet. Is that correct?
2: Correct. Yeah, it hasn't been approved. It, had, it went through preliminary, um, I guess, evaluation, and it did not make the cut, uh, and it uses the same technology as the, um, as the Johnson & Johnson, which is a, a weakened adenovirus vector.
1: Got it. So what's the difference between AstraZeneca and Johnson & Johnson, if any?
2: Um, AstraZeneca uses a adenovirus from chimpanzees, and the uh, Johnson & Johnson uses an, a, a human adenovirus. So it's a little bit different technology. Wow. All of the vaccines have some kind of side effects. Nothing can be 100% safe in terms of vaccines. There's always going to be side effects. And so I think that we have to accept that, right? We have to accept Uh, that that some vaccines are going to have side effects. It is up to us as a community, as a nation, to figure out what is acceptable to us, right? You know, for, uh, give you an example, a long time ago, when we first rolled out the uh, vaccine Gardasil, which is to protect uh, young women against uh, cervical cancer, the HPV shot, they called it, that vaccine initially was causing fainting spells on young women. And you know, people were all in an uproar that this was really bad, that this was causing a lot of problems. And so there was actually a boycott. They didn't want the vaccine to be approved. But over time, we learned to accept that that was a possible side effect and we got over it. And now it's a vaccine that they require for girls to go to school, you know? Wow. So again, it's an yeah. evolution that we have to. Learn and accept, um, you know, the the side effect profile is going to be there for a lot of these vaccines.
1: Well, thank you, Dr. Chavez. You know, having been in so many hospitals now and so many doctor's appointments with the battles that my parents have had with their health the last few years, I always heard doctors speak of this. And then I learned to continuously ask doctors every time they were going to treat my dad or my mom for whatever reason. What's the reward versus risk? Hmm. Hey, tu mama has fluid in her lungs. So we're going to give her X, Y, Z medication. Okay. What's the reward versus risk? Well, the reward is we get the fluid out of her lungs, but the risk is that her kidneys are going to end up getting hurt by it. Yikes. You know, we're going to give her some Lasix, which dries her out, but dries out the kidneys. Okay, so we, if we don't do that, then what happens? Well, she's probably going to die. As we're in this situation, we're at war with this virus yeah. that has taken out so many of our loved ones. I'm going to a funeral this Friday.
0: Your primo. Mm-hmm.
1: Mi primo Cruz en paz descanse. Mm-hmm. Young, in his 40s. Such an amazing human being and unfortunately we lost him due to COVID-19. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like reward and risk and many medication that you take daily has yeah. side effects.
2: Right. Think about the consequences. Think about the uh uh the great risk that you're running you know, potentially with this fourth wave that could happen of COVID-19 in the next four to six weeks. Um, And so just take that, take that to heart. Mm, Thank you.
1: Dr. Chavez, muchisimas gracias, como siempre, for all that you and your staff are continuously doing on this war against COVID-19. And for those of you listening, ultimately, the reason why we rushed to do this episode, and thankfully, Dr. Chavez was so readily available for us, is because We want to inform you. I think making important decisions in your life are always best when you have more information. And that way you can better gauge the reward versus versus risk risk. for your health, for your familia, and for the ones that you love around you. Uh, We pray the best for you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Dr. Chavez, muchísimas gracias. Yes, thank you. We're going to invite you back soon. También porque... Dun, dun, dun. Janet and I want to have a conversation with you. Muy seriamente. For you to explain the pros and cons and what's better or worse, rewards versus risk (laughs) uh, between either Janet or myself having a surgical procedure to be able to close down our baby factory.
2: Oh, I'd love to talk to you about that. (laughs) (laughs) Even though,
1: la mera neta, nos salen muy bonitos los bebés Pero ya no queremos Nuestras hijas están lindísimas Nos salieron muy bonitas, la neta El público pide más
0: El público pide más Mi abuelita dijo, ay, qué bonitas sus hijas No se parecen a ustedes Abuelearon (laughs) She basically said our kids look like our parents, not us (laughs) That's why we
1: want to close the baby factory We don't want to risk for the third one to come out a little more more uh, feito more like us <laughs> <laughs> so we'll invite you back soon dr chavez for that absolutely chat.
2: happy to help <laughs> thank muchisimas you so muchisimas
1: gracias y bendiciones we actually took the pfizer vaccine ourselves right babe yes y gracias a dios um we just felt a little bit of body ache after the second booster shot yeah bro. for a few hours but overall been good feeling go. good good to go yeah so, that's
2: excellent I'm, yeah i'm glad you guys did that yeah excellent thank you. gracias a dios
1: Thank you for hanging out with us, familia. Uh, If you have any further questions or any topic ideas, hit us up via social media. Look us up with our hashtag. Hashtag Los Hotelos or losotelos.com or Dr.
0: Chavez. Where can they reach you?
2: Uh, They can reach us at uh, 323-233-3100. That's our general number. And we can give you uh, information about vaccine. We're actually having vaccine drives every day where you don't need an appointment. You just show up and we give you the vaccine. Mm.
1: Amazing. And you also have a website, right, doctor, for your practice? What is that website? Yes, it's uh,
2: www.uchcla.org.
1: UCHcla.org. Y se habla español.
2: Eso. Yes, habla muy bien el español. Eso es todo.
1: <laughs> we love you guys. Remember to love, serve, and celebrate. Have a blessed rest of your day, week, morning, noche. At any time that you're listening to this, we really, really Appreciate you. Bendiciones.
0: Thanks for listening to Hanging With. The
1: Soteros Podcast. Con Mama and Dada.